0: John the Viking Mauser here with the Get Strong or Die podcast. Today my guest is Ricardo Magni. Uh, How are you doing today?
1: Great, how are you?
0: Pretty good. Um, You're out in uh, California, right?
1: Yep, Santa Maria, California. Cool, how long have you been? So that's uh... a small town, maybe uh, in
0: between Los Angeles and San Francisco. Oh, okay, cool. How long have you been out there?
1: Uh, eighteen years.
0: Oh, okay. Been there a while. Cool. Um, yes. So, uh, tell us, tell us a little bit about you. Um, you're uh, into arm lifting and, and grip sport and, and all that. Tell us, tell us a little bit
1: about that. Yeah, well, it certainly didn't start that way. That's for sure. So, in high school, I played baseball and basketball. And I was pretty good. I was an all league basketball player, and I'm from I'm from New York. I'm not from California. And then, so then after high school, I went to a small school in Philadelphia called Haverford College. Uh, I played basketball there for two years and found out that that was I just wasn't good enough. So, I, but I still wanted to compete in something. So I tried out for our track team. I thought I would be a high jumper. Um, because I could jump pretty well as a basketball player, but that was not the case either. So the coach was like, no, you're going to be a shot putter and discus thrower. <laughs> and I didn't even know what that was. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, I was skinny. I was like you know, 6'3", 180, so super skinny, and the things were so heavy. I was like, oh, my gosh. But I liked the idea of the harder I worked, the farther the implements flew. And so I started doing it more. And then by the time I was a junior, I quit basketball. I did indoor and outdoor track. And by the time I was a senior, I was the captain of the team and all conference. So, nice. um, yeah, and then I moved out to California because I was tired of the East Coast weather. No offense, Mr. West Virginia, but I was, <laughs> was tired, of the, tired of the snow and the freaking freezing cold. So I wanted something different. So I came to California with my college roommate and um, we settled in San Jose area. And and then I started becoming a high school teacher, which is a very good job, if A, if you like kids, and B, if you like uh, still competing because the schedule is set. So I was teaching and coaching out here, and I kept competing in track, and then at the gym I went to, I started powerlifting because there were a bunch of powerlifters at the gym. And so I tried that, and did that for quite a while, and then, of course, that turned into strongman, and then it turned into Highland Games, and so... I've competed in all those things, but uh, it turns out the best thing I am at is in the grip contests or arm lifting, for yeah. sure. Um, a long, very circular process to get to where I am now.
0: <clears throat> all right, yeah, that, that's that's quite the adventure there. You've done a lot of stuff. Um, a lot of that kind of, I'm sure, helped out with each other. You know, shot put probably had a lot of carryover to strongman, and especially the Highland Games and stuff. So, um, it, it's sure. cool that that kind of kind of funneled into. Uh, uh, one little area there. That's pretty cool. Um, so uh, what's yeah. your um, uh, relationship with Arm Lifting USA right now?
1: Yeah, so I'm the what's called the quote-unquote Secretary General. In other words, I'm second in charge to Ode Haugen. You know, when Ode and Clay and I went to Russia to compete in the World Armlifting Championships in 2017, we saw this thing that was unbelievable. It was 150 people two days contest 13 hours per day and we 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 talked on after the contest we have got to figure out a way to bring this to the united states so ode had been doing grip contests for many years um in fact i think he held the first one in the united states in 2000 with the rolling thunder world championships in hawaii so um but we wanted to bring it in a more formal way to the united states and um here we are about nine months now into Armed Living USA. We've had about 20 contests. we got a very active website, lots of people visiting. We have a ranking system now, leaderboards. Um, you've even competed in one of our contests in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. which was fantastic. And, um, yeah, we're still looking to grow.
0: Very cool. Uh, yeah, I'm actually, um, I don't know if you know, I'm doing another one uh, this month. in I think it's in Delaware. Oh, good. Yeah.
1: At Timmy's, Timmy's Contest. Did yeah. you do that one?
0: uh-huh yeah yeah yep fantastic <laughs> yeah cool uh will you be there
1: no unfortunately no i mean i i just um you know i'm a high school teacher and so is my wife so we're not exactly millionaires so right. uh, unfortunately i can't fly all over the country for every single arm lifting meet if i had an unlimited budget i would love love to be there cool. um i also have three teenagers who do a lot of travel sports on their own so um someone's got to drive them there so um that kind of family time is
0: irreplaceable. So I have to pick and choose when and where I can go. Yeah, for sure. Um, but you did just go over to, uh, Finland. Is that right?
1: That's correct. So what I'm trying to do budgetarily is try to make one, one big trip per year. Um, and so Finland was definitely a big trip and it was fantastic contest that I competed at. And, uh, I did quite well, and uh, the Americans. I don't think they realize how strong these guys are in Scandinavia. These guys are monsters; they're
0: unbelievably strong. So it was great to compete against the top guys there. That's cool. What so? What was this? Uh, what was this competition? What was it called? What was the? Um, was yeah. it, was so it a qualifier the, for anything?
1: The contest or? was called. Yeah, yeah. So the contest was called the Bone Hill Rip Contest. Okay. It was in a small town called Lumaki, Finland which was, it's about two and a half hours away from Helsinki, which is the capital where you fly into. And, um, yeah, so my friend Arto Yaronin is the one who organized it. He came out to play Edgings Contest this February at Santa Cruz Strength. And so um, he invited me to come to this one, and it definitely did not disappoint. So it was six events, and um, like I said, I got fourth out of 13 in my weight class, ninth out of 31 overall. I missed third by two points, so it was a very very close contest, and uh, I had PRs in three of my six events, so I was pretty happy with how I did. Very cool. What, uh, what were the um, the events? Okay, so the first one was the Barrel strain Systems Dub Hub. So that's a uh, definitely a it's a three inch circular hub device that you have to pick up, um, and the fins. That's like their national sport is the hub. They're unbelievable. So. Um, and in, in America, I'm one of the better lifters at the hub for sure. But any hub advantage I had, um, like I had the highest lift in Philadelphia when we competed, uh, but any advantage I have uh, is negated when I go to Finland. Um, I was that was actually my worst event. And then the second one was the uh, two and three eighths inch napalm's nightmare deadlift. That's made by Jed Johnson and Lucas Raymond. Um, the third event was the silver bullet hold, uh, which is a, a definitely a standard one by IronMind. Um, the fourth event was um, called the finish ball it's a very interesting, I happen to have one right here it's a very interesting device that you have to pinch and grab so it's this stainless steel ball maybe an inch in diameter that you have to pick up, it's super hard um, and obviously the fins are good at it because it's the finish ball um, <laughs> Right. and then yeah, they, they definitely uh, know about that one And then the fifth event was an 80-millimeter, in other words, a little over 3-inch pinch block deadlift. So picture a 3-inch by 4-inch rectangular block that you have to pick up with weights on it. And then the final event was something from England that I happen to have called the adjustable thick bar. Basically, it's got a weird profile where you can um, your thumb. So your hand goes in the device, and it's uh, a hold for time, and your thumb is doesn't do anything so it's all finger strength and um we had a whole 264 pounds for time with one hand very very challenging in the sixth event out of six events and i did really well in that one um yeah so th- those were the six events uh, very very high level uh contest super high level
0: that's cool I, I haven't seen um two of those i haven't seen that uh thumbless uh thick bar or the um that little that marble thing What was the that? finished ball the yeah, finished yeah. ball yeah i haven't seen that i've seen um uh, the ball on the uh dube cube before but not uh not that one. that's pretty cool yeah
1: well the dube cube one seems much more torturous i don't own that device but um, that's a little, teeny, tiny. This one is bigger. So for bigger guys like you and me, it offers maybe a little bit of an advantage. Yeah. But uh, the fin's are, is so good that it's <laughs> it's it's like swimming upstream. You know, it's it's not easy.
0: Cool. Uh, why why do you think um, uh, there's so much they you know there's so much uh, better at those events? Do you think there's any uh, cultural reason, or or do you think it's just freaky thumb strength or what? <laughs>
1: No, I think, you know, obviously uh, the winter plays a part in it, right? These guys train all year round and they train very seriously and they train in small groups and they have some events that they seem to like. And uh, and I don't want to sound critical, but a lot of the Finns are not – uh, big muscular looking people like American gym goers where they have like big shoulders and arms and chests. I mean, some of the guys do, but they're more lankier. A lot of the guys work in, um, manual labor jobs like logging and, um, you know, other physical jobs. And so they're using their hands 24 seven and then they're going and training their hands for fun and they do it a lot. And I think those combinations really, really add up. Um, you know, and they push each other very hard in training and in their lo- national contests and local contests, and so it's it's. Um, it, I think the sport has been established over there longer than here, yeah. and so there's a number of reasons, and, and and some of the guys are just really good. I mean, let's let's be honest. Sometimes people are just better than other people, right. and they have a lot of those. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool.
1: So. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, uh, but it was very good to test uh, myself against the top guys, and especially to go over there with a ten-hour time difference. That was uh, quite significant on competing for sure.
0: Yeah, that can make a big difference. Um, you gotta you gotta really game plan uh, as best you can for anything like that. Even I mean, I've competed in some of the just just a car trip to an event. Sometimes will you know take a little bit out of you. Um, yeah, so you gotta you definitely if you're going to fly that far, you got to plan a little bit. Um, so, uh, the world, yeah, well, i say the world, um, arm lifting, is that part of the, um, the nomad games?
1: Um, no, I'm not, to be honest, I'm not familiar with the nomad games and don't even never heard of it.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, it's a, it's a thing in, um, uh, Russia. I can't remember the city, but, um, that's where they do like the world moss wrestling championships and, uh, uh-huh. goes over there for that. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't know mm-hmm. if they had paired up and, uh, done that together but so this is, it's, it's a separate Yeah, thing. no, so, sorry, no, no, it's separate right now as far as from the Moz Wrestling. Ode definitely can c- conducts, uh, because a lot of people are interested in grip, arm lifting, and Moz. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he conducts contests simultaneously or over the same weekend. Mm-hmm. But as far as the actual events, they're separate events for the um, contests, yeah. the big ones, for sure. Cool. Do um, you happen to know how many uh, members there are of... Uh armlifting usa right now how many people um in, in the u.s at least
1: uh i to be honest i ode has the count i would say there's a few hundred right now that have signed up for meets and it seems to be literally growing every day two more people signed up yesterday to be quite honest um so i don't have the full list right now but it's a few hundred and growing cool. um i mean every contest uh, where we're trying to
0: add people so yeah it seems like um it's really gaining some headway lately um you know, uh, with, uh, with you guys and then Jed Johnson, there's been a lot of, um, an influx, I feel like of people getting interested in it. And, um, even, even now with, uh, strongman corporation nationals, um, I don't think it's a grip heavy event and you probably wouldn't think it's a grip heavy event, but a lot of strongmen are calling it a grip heavy event and, um, they're looking to people, oh, wow. they're looking to people like you and, and, and me and Jed for training, um, to prepare, for nationals, even, and I think I think that's going to potentially lead people that way, um, especially after nationals is over. Um, it's towards the end of October. I think some of those people might get the bug if, if they feel you know that, that they're pretty good at it because a lot of a lot of strongmen unfortunately don't do much grip anymore. So this will be the first real experience for a lot of people doing like grip specific stuff, and I, I think they'll catch the bug, and some people will definitely uh, float your way. That's, that's awesome. Can, can you tell me what those events are? I'm not familiar with the events at that contest. Uh, yeah, what are so, the ones that you consider
2: grip grip heavy? Uh,
0: yeah, uh, again, I, I don't think it's too grip heavy, but um, there's a, there's a frame carry. Um, without uh, you're not allowed to use straps, and uh, right. so over the past few years, they've kind of let everybody use straps on frame carries and stuff. So, t- to me, it's not that grip heavy because I don't train the frame with straps, but um, I can see where if, if you're not using uh, or if you're always using the strap, I could see where your grip would be a limiting factor, but but to me, it's not really a grip event. Um, but then they do have a frame, uh, frame style deadlift. And um, it's actually, uh, it's on the new Bartos, Mike Bartos um, Power Center just in, uh, created this thing they call a dead sled, um, and it's a combination uh, of a uh, frame and a prowler, so you can push it or pull it, uh, okay. and you can also deadlift it and carry it and, and everything. It, it's a pretty cool piece of equipment. Oh, wow. Um, and the handles on it can flip over, so you have a uh, what would be like uh, a regular size handle, but if you flip it... It's a, it's a fairly thick handle. I don't know the diameter off the top of my head, but I'd say it's slightly smaller than Apollon's axle, but not by much. Um, and they're going to do deadlifts with the bigger handles. So it's deadlifts for reps with the bigger handles. Nice. Um, so, so that is a little uh, grip heavy. I mean, it's in the neutral grip. You know, Obviously, that, that's a little bit easier than like a, a, an Apollon's axle type. But uh, it is really heavy, so I, I think grip's going to play a big part of that. that. That one I do consider pretty grip heavy. Um, and then the other event is a medley. So it's, um, and I, I don't remember the order. I think it's a block carry um, uh, down, and you, I think you're setting it on a sled. And then they're carrying a duck walk down, and it goes. And it, it may go on the sled too, I'm not sure. And then they're doing a standing arm-over-arm drag. Um, to drag oh, wow. the, drag the sled, and uh, I don't remember the diameter of the rope, but I think it was fairly uh, fairly large, so um, grip could could come into play there. Um, I haven't seen anything where they where they said you can't like wrap your arm through the rope, so you know if your grip was given out, you could always do that. It would slow you down, but um, you know, absolutely, yeah. I don't think grip is going to stop anybody, but I think it may slow them down a little bit. Um, yeah, that's what they're calling a grip heavy contest. I don't think it's too grip heavy, but heavier than it has been in several years, I'll say that. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's that's pretty exciting because uh, let's uh, and I competed in strongman with some very poor results cuz I simply wasn't strong enough, but let's be real. If you're going to be a national champion in strongman and you don't have a good grip, you don't deserve to be national champion. I mean, you need to be well-rounded. You need to be able to carry heavy stuff, move with heavy stuff, press, pull, Bush, I mean, it, you need to be able to do it all. And if you can't hang on and you need the straps, then you're not going to be able to compete against the world's best, period. Oh, so I, yeah. I think that's great. I think our national championship should have uh, definitely some grip components to it.
0: Yeah, I think a lot, I think people, uh, a, a lot of people are saying, you know, they're going to have to have these, that the grip monsters are going to come in and do well or whatever. And I think um, I think that, uh, I don't think the people that win, I don't think it'll be a shock I think it'll be the same people that have been uh-huh. winning competitions everywhere because those people are well rounded and they they have the good grip and right. um, I right. don't I don't think it'll be a new a whole new crop of people. It's going to be people that have been winning all year. Right. Um,
1: right. Well, and and let's be real. Most strongmen are, are, are big men with big hands. They have no excuse to have a weak grip. I mean, except by not practicing it. So maybe they need to just put a little extra work in in the gym and uh, they'll find out that they don't need to rely on the straps as much. Right. So, no, no, that's awesome. Yeah, and it will be great if they like it and want to try some of the arm lifting. You know, Ode always has, in his strongman contests, he always has a grip component Mm -hmm. to it, be it a heavy farmer's, some kind of axle deadlift, rolling thunder. He always has something to test the strongman's grip because he wants a well-rounded contest.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I I love those. Any... I like seeing grip in a in a contest, but I really like seeing at least one event being truly grip. Um, uh, I, I'm probably a, an outlier in strongman now because a lot of people don't like that. Uh, I also like to see the combat right. sports spring up. I, I like. I think every competition should have at least one man on man event, whether it's uh, you know, moss uh, wrestling or arm wrestling or pole push or whatever. Right. Uh, uh, have you ever tried arm wrestling?
1: I never know. No, never arm wrestling. I've tried Moss wrestling for sure. And never tried the pole push either. Uh, It's always, I've seen it for years on World's Strongest Man, the old school ones. Yeah. It looks cool for sure.
0: Yeah. Uh. I, I bet you do good at arm wrestling for sure.
1: Well, you know what? I've been leery about trying that because I'm 44 years old, and the last thing I want at this point is some injury that really derails me from the success that I'm having right now in the arm lifting. Yeah. And uh, even though it looks fun, I'll be happy to cheer on other people at this point because I'm I'm having too much success right now. I don't I don't want to just you know jack up a forearm or a wrist and then, or God forbid, break my arm and then you know you're out for a year, eight months or some God forbid. I'm just not interested in that right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, man, some of those arm wrestling injuries you see, <laughs> that'll make you second guess they're, that. For they're sure. awful. yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, cool. So, what are some of your uh, your favorite? Uh, if, if you had to pick the top three, what are your top three favorite um, events that show up in arm lifting?
1: Okay. Well, right now for me, the Apollon's axle is number one because I'm really. Uh, really doing well, and I think to be honest, and, and so this is the opposite of the strongman. A lot of the grip guys necessarily might not like the pull axle because it does two things. First, it tests both hand strength, and then it also tests the overall body strength. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, look, you need to have quads and hamstrings and lower back if you're going to pick up a heavy axle. So, um, so I have some very uh, high-level goals for the pull axle um, coming. Uh, so I am very interested in uh, raising my results on that, and so um, that's my number one priority right now is a Pollen's axle uh, for sure. Um, yeah, so so far my best in training is three eighty five on a Pollen's axle, uh, weighing two twenty five. So um, uh, I would. L- Ode is going to have a pollen's axle on day two of our next contest in uh, in San Diego at the end of October. So, I would really like to see if I can get close, if not to 400, as close as possible uh, for this contest. And then um, the goal would be to, to do a little more damage uh, in Russia next May. So, um, just to give a, an idea of, of what that is for the 220 weight class. Um, 374 would have made the medal podium the last three years in Russia at the 220 class. So um, I, I have some pretty pretty uh, firm goals with with the axle. Um, other things that I that I like right now, I would say the other two top events. I really like the silver bullet hold. Um, that's another one I happen to be pretty good at and um, I still haven't officially done the number 4 silver bullet hold in a contest, I've done it in training uh, many times but uh, I would hope I could do that as well in October at Oates' Contest and then, actually um, I shouldn't say Oates' Contest because I'm co-promoting it with him so I guess it's our contest <laughs> Right. Um, yeah, and then I don't know, a third one Oh, boy. Um, you know, there's so many fun things, but my pinch grip is improving rapidly. So I would say the Saxon bar is another one, any kind of um, a pinching. So the Saxon bar is typically 3 inches. Uh, it's a 3-inch by 4-inch rectangular tube that's deadlifted from the ground. So, again, you know, with the background of powerlifting, I like the full range of motion lifts and picking up heavy stuff. So I would say the Saxon bar and again, the results that they had in Russia, I, 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 would have done quite well this year as well. So, um,
0: yeah, so I would say those are my top three. Very cool. Yeah. We actually have, um, in October or no, it's November. I think it's the first Saturday in November. Uh, we're doing, um, a Viking Halloween and, um, they're doing an Apple on axle double overhand deadlift, uh, as one of the events. And, um, actually nice. Jed, Jed will be here, uh, you know, overseeing that or whatever. So. Um, I've been training. Cool. Uh, I've been training that a lot uh, for that um, event. Uh, I've done a million contests already <laughs> this year, so I'm kind of all over the place. But I have been making sure I'm up to speed on my double overhand axle, and I, I love that event. Um, it's it's definitely one of my favorite grip events. Uh, you know, mostly because, awesome. like you said, it does test the whole body. Um, you know, obviously grip is the the main thing, but you, you have to have a strong back and, and strong, uh, legs and, and everything to be able to do very well on that event.
1: Yeah. You can't fake it. I mean, there's no tricks. You either pick it up or you can't. And yeah. I think that's one of the cool things about all the grip events is it, it, there's no, uh, you either can do it or you can't. It's very obvious because if you can't, you drop it. Right. It's, it's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true. Um, so uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your training, if you don't mind. Um, uh, if we're talking about um, uh, pinch grip, you said your pinch grip's coming along. Uh, tell, tell us about that kind oh, of training.
1: Yeah. yeah, so right now I pretty much I'm um, training every single day. Not always grip every day, but I, I do some activity every day. And it's for a couple reasons. Number one, because I'm having fun with it. Um, and number two, because it fits into my schedule. So I get up early in the morning every day. I take my dogs for a walk. Is my warm-up, I do some foam rolling for some mobility stuff because I want to make sure I maintain my flexibility as I'm getting older. And I found that it definitely reduces injuries. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I I hit a few events before school. Um, So typically right now I'm doing grip four days a week. And then I'm doing pressing two days a week, and then I'm doing squats one day a week. Cool. That's my training plan right now. So I'm doing something every day, and it's not maximum every day by any means. I mean, so, um, but I found that, yeah, and other people are different, but I found that as I get older, um, doing something every day is better than not. Right. For sure, for me. Yeah. And uh, i also found that, you know, I've lost, uh, I've lost 60 pounds over the last two years, and it's been mostly fat. And um, again, you know, it helps with my (laughs) metabolism if I'm doing something every day other than sitting on the couch watching TV. So um, for for me, that's, that's been very effective. And I think Uh, you know the the Finns and other scandinavians are a very good example like i said these guys have menial jobs where they're working in tunnels they're working on logging in these forests and they're they're not like me as a teacher where i'm sitting at a desk correcting papers and teaching kids information i I, my (laughs) my hands don't really get worked picking up textbooks or carrying paper around the classroom so um I don't want to say it's an advantage or a disadvantage because it's pros and cons to both. Some of these guys get injured on their jobs, and that's obviously not very conducive to training. Right. But um, yeah, so I think if you work the hands a lot, they respond. So for me, on pinch. Um, I'm doing it a couple of times a week and I, I think, uh, and I know you see my training sometimes on Instagram, uh, I vary the exercises. I don't get stuck in the same thing over and over again. And I think it's really easy in any strength sport, powerlifting, strongman,
0: a grip, arm lifting to get stuck in the same exercises and then you don't make progress. Right. Yeah. So how often so do I you, uh, how Go often ahead. do you vary? Uh, like if, if we're just talking about pinch grip, how often do you vary, uh, you know, what you're doing.
1: Okay. So right now I'm, um, I'm training for, it's kind of two contests. We're having two contests in San Diego at the end of October. One is called the international King Kong of grip, oh, which yeah. is so far is going to be taking, yeah, yeah it's going to be taking place over, at, I think 20 different locations. I think right now it's seven or eight countries, maybe more. And um, they're expecting over 200 people. And it's kind of cool There's four events, they're all going to get emailed together. Uh, the results all going to get combined because everyone uses the same equipment, and we see who wins. It's a, a very interesting contest for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, last time I did it was last year. I was a little bit injured and I didn't compete. But in 2016, I got 18th out of 170. So, yeah, yeah, pretty good. So I'm yeah. hoping to improve on that uh, result right now, um, and that's regardless of weight classes. That's just in the overall. Um, but I think like everything uh, in any sport, the level is increasing every year. Right. So, um, uh, and then, then like you just talked about the strong man, now we're upping our game and no straps. I mean, the level has to increase. Right. And, and uh, and then in, uh, the next day in San Di- and this is going to be taking place at the San Diego fit expo. Then the next day uh ode has three events that we're going to be doing as well the next day in the san diego vice grip viking challenge so um it's a lot to train for but as far as pinch goes right now i'm training it twice a week and i'm training um one day with the contest implement which is going to be the flask by barrel strain systems and that's a one-handed lift and then the other event i'm going to i'm going to vary to be honest um so maybe i'll do that for two to three weeks Maybe I'll do a, a PR set of five the first week, a three the next week, max the third week, and then rotate it out for a new device.
0: Cool, and that's on the second.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does yeah. that cool. does, does, does that make
0: sense? Yeah, yeah. So so the one day stays consistent, and the other day varies. Is that right?
1: Exactly, because with the contest implement, what I've found, if you really want to be good at the grip, you have to have the contest implements. So you need to know it. You need to know mm-hmm. your limits, your strengths, your weaknesses, so you're very well prepared.
0: Yeah, 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 I would agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> so uh, have you used the, the flask a lot? That's uh, That seems to be, at least from from my perspective, that seems to be kind of a fairly new-ish implement, um, and I've seen a lot of people... Mm-hmm. Uh, but, it, but it's exploded. I mean, it seems like every arm wrestler, every arm lifter, every grip sport person, like, they all have these um, uh, flasks now. Um, I, I vaguely remember when it first popped up, I remember, like, one guy had it. It was, uh, man, I don't know his real name, but his Instagram name is uh, Christ. I think he was the first guy I yeah. saw with yeah. one. Um, I don't know him personally, but I follow him. I saw he had one, and then two weeks later, it was like, 50 people had them and now you can't find a grip guy that doesn't have one. <laughs> right. Well, there's a couple of reasons for that. So Squeezes, uh, S- 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 his name is Gil Goodman. He's the guy who makes it. Okay.
1: So, um, yeah. So I th- and his company is called barrel strain systems. So I think, um, and he has very good customer service. So I think once people tried it or they heard about it or they saw word of mouth or in, the, in this case, word of video, right. They, they, uh, they wanted to try it the cool thing is uh, and i'll have them have it right here um the cool thing is the the edges are kind of rounded so because they're rounded you're not going to get cut Mm -hmm. so you can use this and it's made out of aluminum it's very light and portable you can take it in your gym bag it probably weighs two pounds so you can take it in your bag anywhere and it has a very easy connection with uh, a simple pin so um it fits on the loading pin easy to carry easy to use and you can use it one-handed or two-handed. So um, it's definitely for friendly. Um, and like I said, because it's only two pounds, you could have women using it. You could have uh, older, like retired people. I mean, you could have any age kids. Anyone can pick it up. It's light, And so um, I think that appeals to a lot of people. So there was another device that people were using more before he came up with this, but it caused a lot of cuts on people's thumbs, skin. And obviously, you can't train if your hands are look like uh, Freddy Krueger just <laughs> went after you. So, yeah, yeah. So you, you – and plus, who, who wants to train on something where you know you're going to get injured? That doesn't make any sense to me. So, I mean, other people like it, and that's fine. But for me, it's who, who – I'm not interested in that. I actually enjoy the training. So the flask has got a number of advantages, and it's, it's a width – it's a little bit over two inches in width. So uh, again, big guys like you and me can pick it up and then smaller people with small hands can also use it with no problem. So um, like the three in Saxon bar for women or lightweight men, that's starting to get kind of wide. And um, some of those people are limited by their hand size. Not so much on this one.
0: Yeah, that's cool. And um, you can also, it's long enough, you can do one or two handed lifts with the flask, right?
1: For sure. Uh, absolutely. And and I think there's a slightly different skill to the two-hand versus the
0: one-hand, but yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty cool device for sure. Yeah, um, and that's a barrel strength system. That is correct. Uh, they have some other stuff um, as well, uh, correct? Like uh, some other grip stuff that he makes.
1: Oh yeah, they have. Um, he's got these rolling handles. It's similar to. Um, like the Rolling Thunder, mm-hmm. but the way it works is it's interchangeable, and you, he's got three different handle sizes, a two, a two-and-a-half, and a, a three-inch size. It's called a trilobite handle, and those are also made out of aluminum and very portable, and they interchange, so because they interchange, you don't have to buy three different implements. Yeah. You, you, it takes up less space, so that's kind of a cool thing that they have, and then he's got, and I have this other one right here. I have those handles, too. I have, uh, this is called the Dub Hub. And so it's like two hubs in one. You can just unscrew the top of it and then flip it around. And then you have a shallow hub. Oh, you have yeah. a skinny one and then a regular one. Yeah. Yeah. So again, it's, he has a lot of equipment where he's definitely thought about how to use it and make it. And it's all out of aluminum. So it's very portable. Um, cool. so, uh, definitely worth a look. And he also does custom stuff too, for people who want. custom. So, uh those those are definitely uh, definitely uh, a, a guy to look up or at least investigate his website. He does he does very good work. So um, that's cool. Yeah, he's out of Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's very cool. Um, I think uh, both strongman equipment and um, grip equipment, both uh, in the last oh yeah last year or two, have um, really uh, started doing things where they try to make it where you don't have to buy like fifty different things. Um, and I've I've noticed that a lot in strongman. Like I said earlier, Bartos has the dead sled, so it's a prowler and a frame. And um, you know, like with the dub hub, it's two two hubs, and you got these interchangeable handles. I think that's really uh, really cool. I actually saw um, the other day on a site. Um, it might be a Cannon Powerworks. I think um, they actually have grippers with, uh, and they have different kind of handles. You can just put on your gripper. So I know like a lot of people will buy like an iron mind gripper or a fat bastard barbell gripper or something and file down the ends to get a, um, a deeper range of motion. Well, Canon Powerworks actually makes a handle that you can pull, pull on and uh, off that has a groove in it for that exact purpose. Um, so I thought that was really cool that they're kind of catching on to where, <laughs> Hey, not everybody can pack their garage full of stuff or, you know, um, yeah. 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 So I think there's some really cool options out no, you're there. Oh, right, and
1: they're another very good company. Mm-hmm. They're, they're a really nice company. Yeah, they all, again another. They're in Minnesota, home based company, and uh, they're definitely helping with the grip at, grippers angle of things. That's what they specialize in for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think, and I think, um, well, Je- uh, Jed Johnson's Napalm's Nightmare it has interchangeable handles now. I think right, and um, and then mm-hmm. uh, maybe does Country Crush? Do they also have interchangeable handles? They yeah. do. They do. Um, the country crush is a different angle, right? So those are parallel to each other. We used it in Philadelphia Mm -hmm. on the two inch
1: handle. And then the napalms nightmare is more like a regular deadlift, uh, handle as far as that goes. But yeah, they both have interchangeable ones for sure. Um, it just, is like I talked about rotating implements,
0: it's an easy way to rotate implements so that you can not get stuck in your training. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, I, I need to get my hands on, uh, well, really, all three of those things. I need I need a flask, uh, a country crush, and a napalm's nightmare. I don't have any of that um, as of yet. Soon. <laughs> it's on the agenda. Um, yeah. <clears throat> another cool thing that I've kind of noticed, um, and this may be slightly controversial, um, with Grip Sport is it seems like... Uh, so there's a lot of innovation. There's a lot of different people are coming out with stuff, like uh, um, Andrew, uh, I'm, I'm guessing that's Andrew Dubay. Um, with the dube cube and the the dubhub and all that um he invented right. he invented those things um, but it seems like <clears throat> they kind of give permission to other people to replicate that stuff because I've seen some communication back and forth on social media. Like, um, maybe, maybe squeeze us built his own, um, cube and, and, and they were mm-hmm. talking about it and there wasn't like some hatred towards each other. They were like, Hey, cool. Like I'm giving you permission yeah, yeah. to do this. And, um, yeah. and then there's, uh, John Oka out in, uh, Hawaii. Um, he invented the, right. uh, the Anaconda, um, Anaconda four, uh, which I have one of those. Those are pretty cool. Um, but I've seen somebody else replicated those here uh, on the mainland, and um, and it was like cool. They were like cool with it, and I, I guess there's like there's some camaraderie there. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, you don't have that in Strongman. <laughs> um, like we we invented no. we invented the uh, the Mauser block, and um, there's been a couple people uh, that wanted to uh, that that have, uh, well, have ripped that um, idea off. Um, with no no communication no like hey we're gonna do this and um, you know if, if it's for personal use it's one thing if if you know if you want to go and, and you are a welder and you want to build a block for yourself sure I mean you have the capabilities and skills to do so do it I mean we're all guilty of that you know we've all invent you know went and you know if we didn't have something we made it or whatever we're all guilty of that but um, right. to to replicate it uh, for uh, for profit is is a whole other thing uh, Thing, and I think, um, grip sport kind of has a better, uh, on that end of things, maybe a better camaraderie.
1: Yeah, you know, it's a small community right now. I think it's growing super fast, but I think the people more or less are getting along and I think that's a good thing. This way it's not gonna be like powerlifting where everyone has their own league and there's like right. fifty different powerlifting leagues in the United States or whatever. So I know in Russia in the arm lifting that's not the case, and I think there's already six or seven different leagues over there in Russia.
0: That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> there's probably the a strap league. Yeah, I know <laughs>
1: Yeah, 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 the, yeah. The... but I, I think, yeah, I mean, John Oka is a perfect example. He's a very kind person. He just sent me one of those anacondas myself. I used it yesterday, in fact. Um, it's a very tricky implement, and apparently you and me and one other person, and you may not even be aware of this, John, but he made ours extra wide. I don't know if you're aware of that. Um, so the, the, the implement that you, me, and one other guy has are not comparable to the other ones, Because for whatever reason, he felt like he wanted um, us to have even more of a challenge. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was tough. I did 40 pounds in each hand yesterday for three, and that was very challenging. I mean, I lifted it easy enough, but my hand was stretching in all kinds of ways that it's not used to. So,
0: yeah. um, So I didn't know that until I saw... um... Uh, he posted on my Instagram the other day and told me that and um, but until that point yeah. I had no idea and I was watching all these people and I saw uh I think Lucas Raymond did like like a hundred pounds on one and like I saw another guy do three like, yeah yeah I saw another guy do 80 and I'm like man like 40 50 pounds is brutal this thing I'm like how's this guy doing double right. and then and then <laughs> and then he posted that and I'm like okay well now I don't feel quite so
1: bad. <laughs> yeah, same, same here. I yeah. mean, the first time I used it, it was like 35 pounds for three in each hand, and I felt like my digits were going to rip off. And yeah. I was like, bro, I, I got to take this easy. There's no way I'm going to load it up to 100 pounds and, you know, destroy my hand. And then he let me know that, that again, that the dimensions were a little different for some people. So, um, no, no, don't don't get upset. I, I'm going to take small jumps on this one, just a couple pounds a week and build up because I think – it's good to be strong in that position, but it's not to rush it.
0: Yeah, well, there's a mean stretch in there too. I mean, it's not a uh, yeah. It's it's you got you got a serious stretch while you're uh, trying to fight that thing. Yeah, I would definitely um, take it very easy on that bad boy.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, mean stretch is an understatement for those people who have no idea what we're talking about. That's maybe that's a, a nice West Virginia way of saying the thing is a monster.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's rough, uh, but. Wow. Uh, John Oka, he's he's an interesting dude. Uh, he's, he's super cool, super nice. Um, I've never met him in person. Um, you know, he's in Hawaii, but um, I've talked to him online. Interesting character, um, but it seems like he was like one guy that was doing grip stuff. I don't even know how he got into it. And uh, now he's got like a little group, like uh, there's people springing up in his videos. He's got all kinds of people doing grip stuff. And it looks like Hawaii might be a little... Uh, little grip uh, community here soon
1: yeah yeah no he's 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 obviously awesome he's very passionate about it he wants to spread his love of grip to other people who want to give it a try and to be honest one of my training partners john Matchnik, who's a very good lifter he's actually going out there this week and he's going to visit with uh the Joker bug at oh, cool. the training grounds there oh nice yeah he's going on vacation and just happen to be independent and then uh He's he's gonna go check it out. So he's he's totally fired up to train with him and try all the implements. That is awesome. I'm, I'm sure we'll see that footage this week. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And John is very strong. This guy John Matchnick, very very good lifter, very good.
0: Cool. Yeah. That that's awesome. Yeah, I would love to go out there and uh, I'd like I would like to go out there and uh, mess with his uh, Denny Stone um, replicas. Uh, John Oka has built. I don't know how many sets of those things, but he's got them at various weights and he's got, he's got the rings and everything. Um, he actually uh, made those rings. I saw the video and I contacted him. That's, that's how I got uh, figured out who he was. And um, he told me, ah. he told me how to make the, um, the rings. Cause I initially was asking him cause I was going to buy a set off of him. And then he told me he was in Hawaii and it cost a fortune to mail him over here. Um, so ah, I see. He, he told me how to make them but I'm not a welder by any stretch of the imagination. So I contacted another guy. Uh, so I contacted another guy and uh, kind of showed him the video, and um, he said he'd make them for me. So I contacted uh, uh, James Fuller, um, an old-time strongman mm-hmm. historian, and um, he got me the exact uh, dimensions for the rings. Cool. Um, so cool. I actually have two um, exact, two, two pair of exact Denny Stone replica cool. rings, which are pretty cool. But uh, all that came about from John Oka. <laughs> so, um, nice. yeah, his influence has, has spread all the way over here. So in West Virginia, so that's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> so, um, you have, uh, you said you have a contest in California. Um, and then you're looking at, uh, that was the, was that the King Kong grip that one's in California?
1: Yeah. So my, my next three contests are pretty scheduled. So, I have October 27th and 28th at the San Diego Fit Expo. So the okay. first one on Saturday is the King Kong Grip. The second one is the Vice Grip Viking Challenge. And I'll actually be giving a seminar there at the LA Fit Expo with O'Dalgen on arm lifting um, on the Sunday morning before we do the Vice Grip Viking Challenge. So if anyone's in the San Diego area or anywhere near driving distance, they want to come and learn and try the events, they're more than welcome to come out. Um we did one in Philadelphia, obviously, you know, because you were there. It was wildly successful. We had about twenty people up on the stage at one point, trying different things. It was super cool. Um, and, oh, just a side note, by the way, uh, if you and Hannah are ever in California and you're anywhere near my place, you're more than welcome to come in for a training session
0: for sure. That would be super fun. Cool. So, um, well, actually, yeah, I know it's far away. Well, we're going to be in California. Um... I don't know the. I can't remember the date. I'll have to message it to you, but it's within the next three months. No way. Yeah, so we'll, we'll be out there. <laughs> so I'll let you know for sure. Yeah. You know what
1: city? What city do you know?
0: Oh man, um, not right off. I'll have to. It's uh, in L.A. It's 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 uh, a little further south than L.A. Southern I Southern see. California,
1: but. Okay, well then it's. Yeah, well, it's, if it's south of L.A., it's probably three and a half hours away, and I don't know if that's worth making the trek. But if you guys want to make the trek, the grip garage will be open, and right. uh, we'll lift some crazy stuff.
0: Yeah, man, I think I think we can yeah. pull it off. Yeah, because we'll probably end up uh, at least flying into. Um, we'll, we usually fly into L.A. or uh, John Wayne's. So um, if we fly into L.A., it'll be mm-hmm. perfect. So.
1: Yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll connect on that for sure. Who knows? There could be uh, some epic videos being made there in the <laughs> yeah. in the garage.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and um, then. Yeah, but I'm I'm serious. It would be great if you guys came over.
1: I'm not just saying that. It would be super fun. Um, And then on uh, December 8th, they're having Odaughan is hosting at his gym, the Country Crush Finals, um, which is a three-event Country Crush, the 3-inch, the 2-inch, and then the 3-inch Raptor, which is the one-handed device. Um, That's on December 8th, so I'll be participating in that. And then um, the next one would be the LA Fit Expo, which I think is going to be Saturday, January 26th. We haven't released the events uh, or the exact times yet, but I'm 99% sure Mm -hmm. it's going to be Saturday the 26th. So um, those would be my next three contests. So, um,
0: yeah, that's that's the calendar, God permitting. I mean, everything lining up and no injuries and everything's good, yeah. Cool. That, that's awesome. Uh, and then um, when is the uh, the, the world's uh, competition?
1: May 11th and 12th in St. Petersburg. It hasn't been officially announced, but I talked to Dmitry Suhovarov, who's the organizer and the, the president of the APL, Arm Lifting Professional League in Russia, and that's cool. what it's going to be, in St. Petersburg on 11th and 12th. So um, it possibly I might not do another contest from L.A. until then, unless we have a local one uh probably i'll just put all my energy into preparing for that one in may
0: cool good deal and um now that's you said arm lifting uh professional league are there amateurs and pros in the arm lifting or is it all one combined uh class
1: well that's a that's a great um that's a great question and it's something we're working on uh with arm lifting usa right now john is uh in russia they definitely have um a qualification to the APL worlds. You can't just sign up. It's not like a powerlifting meet where you just everyone shows up and you do it. There's definitely a qualification. They call them tournaments, mm-hmm. but and I think that just means contests the way it translates. In the United States, what we're working on right now, and this was kind of the brainchild of Clay Edgen, and you can go on the arm lifting USA website yourself and investigate. But we have a ranking system right now where Clay is working on building the team USA for St. Petersburg for next year. And the way we have it worked right now is we have provisionally the top three from each weight class are going to get invitations at the end of 2018. And then the fourth and fifth will be alternates in the weight class. If the top three can't or don't want to go, then we'll invite the fourth and fifth people to go. So because it's, it's humbling. The guys are very, very, very good. And we don't want to take people that are then going to freak out because they're, not at the level of the contest so um that's the game plan right now as far as the rankings go so um yeah you're definitely on the rankings from your performance in philadelphia and uh if the kind if the delaware meet uh i don't think it has any of the events rolling so the way the rankings are based is rolling thunder Apollon's axle and silver bullet hole okay so cool wow. yeah i don't think the delaware contest has those right now no but um yeah, so, um, but but yeah, I mean, um, if you're interested, if that's something you're interested in, and Hannah, if you guys are interested in going, um, I mean, we're, we want to bring the best people possible, so, I mean, you can definitely contact uh, Clay Edgen, I mean, I can contact him for you or whatever, and we can talk about it. Cool. But yeah, we want to bring people that have official results, so it looks
0: legitimate, not looks, so that it is legitimate. Yeah, cool. Yeah, well, I, I, I'd be interested, I don't know... Uh how up to par I am but uh I, I guess we'll find out um, that's that's very cool yeah it seems like it's really getting uh, uh organized and and that's that's always a good way to bring people in I know there's a lot of uh, a lot of smaller uh, organizations in the strength world and they're just they're not very organized and I think that that um, that pushes people away because people like that organization they like to be able to go to a website that's manageable right. and they like to be able to find things and um, a, a lot of times new sports just are not that, <laughs> and uh, right. it makes it very frustrating. So yeah, if you, if it's organized, I think with the new influx of people coming in and then the, the organization, I think it's a, a pretty perfect storm to get this thing to blow up.
1: Well, we're really trying to access not just... Um not just people who like grip, but like you said, strongmen, lifters. Um, we just did a gym, uh, an Olympic lifting gym in July in Sacramento. They held a big event with 20 new lifters. It was really successful. Um, you know, we'd love CrossFit people to try it too because some of them have very good grips to do some of the craziest stuff that they do. So we're open to the top dogs. Whoever it is, bring it. Get the, get
0: the people over that. So that's, that's kind of our game plan. So yeah, I
1: think yeah and, and definitely I invite you if you haven't already been check out the arm USA website yeah yeah um,
0: <clears throat> yeah I've been on there and all the
1: people listening check it out
0: yeah yeah it's pretty organized they have the leaderboard um, check out the leaderboard it's pretty cool just to see what people are doing um, now is there any uh, any crossover whatsoever with um, arm Lifting USA and uh, grip sport international is there any kind of um, crossover at all with with your leaderboards and stuff
1: well you know I don't really want to comment on the other league because they have a different organization. They have different ideas of how to run things. Um, Ode and Clay and I are really trying to bring this to big events. Like like you competed in at the Philadelphia Fit Expo.
2: Mm-hmm. We're
1: going to be at the San Diego Fit Expo, LA. We're trying to bring it to big events. And that's not to say anything about small events because everyone's got to start somewhere. Right. But we're trying to put it on the map more. And um, we, we definitely take pride in updating the website I keep talking about it because
2: I'm the one who does it, so I I know it. It takes time, and and besides the leaderboards, now those rankings are on the website too. So, like I said, you're on there. Check it out.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you can see where how you where you rank in your in the super heavyweight class, um, which is one of the most competitive weight classes that we have because there's a lot of big strongmen who are in there. So, um, but yeah, we're you know we we did. I invited Lucas and Jed. You know at the. Uh, Philadelphia Fit Expo to mm-hmm. come up on the stage with us and do the and do the uh, uh, the seminar with me and Ode. And so I mean, we've extended an olive branch to them. That's okay. that's what I can say. Cool. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Um. That that's great. Uh. I was just wondering if um. You know, like in in some powerlifting feds, they have like the uh, the all time record, and it doesn't matter what uh what um I guess federation you lifted it in, it's recognized by all of them and and things like that. Um, Is there anything like that between the two uh, organizations? Like if if you did an Apollon's axle for arm lifting and you broke the all-time world record would that also be recognized by um grip sport or do you know or is that a is that a thing (laughs)
1: you know i i I don't know because we haven't really talked about it i think iron mind is kind of in between and they're keeping all the all-time records yeah so i would say iron mind is on their implements of course is keeping the records i think barrel strength has their own leaderboards which haven't been updated recently but um uh, I, I know Fat Bastard Barbell Company. They have their own leaderboards that are updated um, uh, occasionally. So all cool. um, I can really comment for sure, John, is on what I'm lifting USA is doing because I'm actually the one who's updating the stuff. Yeah. And so we get those. I get those results on in within a couple days of the contest ending. Those results are on. Leaderboards are updated, and we're ready to go.
0: Cool. Well, that's good to hear. Um, like I said, a lot of a lot of these things are not. Um... Uh, Very well organized at all, Uh, and don't (laughs) want to badmouth anybody too much. But Highland Games, for example, I find to be very, uh, very disorganized. Um, Some other things, uh, and and it's frustrating if if you're interested in that, especially if you don't know that you that you love it yet, and you're wanting to try it out. If it's not organized, man, you're you know a lot of people get turned away. So I'm really glad to hear that the website is. uh, And I've actually been on the website, and it was pretty well organized before. So. Um, if it's getting better, that's awesome. I mean, I had no complaints before, so uh, that's pretty cool. And and I've checked out the leaderboard, and it's real easy to navigate. I've been on uh, some powerlifting sites, man. You can't find, you can't figure out who's doing what, what the records are. Just it's just a nightmare, yeah, yeah. you know. And uh, it's like they don't want you to know who has the records or something. But uh, <laughs> but, but the records were very easy to find is- on the arm lifting page. <laughs>
1: Well, thanks. thanks for checking out. I'll give you an example of how I know it was effective is when I was at the Sacramento contest I was actually announcing and refereeing the contest um, announcing and combo refereeing and people i can see people the lifters were looking at the leaderboards on their phones as they were planning the attempts because (laughs) they wanted to get on there yeah yeah and that to me was a huge win because it meant that they had already done some research they knew there was a leaderboard and they wanted their name uh, their 15 minutes of fame which to me is great because it was pushing them to lift more weight which is the point of what we're doing
0: and all of this stuff yeah yeah very cool yeah yeah that's awesome yeah i didn't know the uh leaderboard was a thing when I was in Philly. I didn't know till after, or, or I'd have probably been one of those people.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, mm. well now, now, you know, like I said, check out the rankings afterwards. You'll see where you are. And I'm sure if you're working hard on your axle, um, that, uh, you know, it'll, your rankings will increase for sure. And and I think if for people interested, they can reach out to me or Clay Edge and Ode Haugen if they want to host a contest. Uh, to be honest, we're excited that your friend Timmy is hosting a contest. Mm-hmm. Um, he lifted in Philadelphia with us just on the Sunday, yeah, and he did quite well. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a big, strong dude. And... Um, we need more, honestly, East Coast promoters. So if anyone's interested, it's not hard to promote our need more people to promote contests. Iron Mind is willing to lend them the equipment for free. I mean, it's an unbeatable deal. You don't have the equipment, Iron Mind's going to mail it to you for free.
0: Oh, wow. That's pretty impressive. If anybody wants to uh, become a promoter for arm lifting, um, contact Ricardo Magni. He's on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Um, or go, uh, contact him through the arm USA website. Um, and if, if you're looking for competitions, hit up the website. Um, if, if you're really confused, just get a hold of me and I'll send you his way. Um, and, and we'll get you set up and, and gripping stuff and, and gripping and ripping. Um, yeah, it was a pleasure having you on. We'll definitely do this again. Um, I'd love to at least get back in touch with you, um, after some of those big uh, competitions, King Kong and Grip and, and, and Worlds and all that, that'd be great if we could touch back and, um, and see see how your hands have been doing and, uh, and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been a, a pleasure um, talking to you, as always, and uh, we'll definitely have you back on.
1: Well, thank you so much, John. I appreciate the invitation. I was totally fired up when you sent me the message asking me to come on. I think it's cool. I listened to four or five of your podcasts in preparation just to learn a little bit more about you because obviously when we're competing in Philadelphia, even though we were chatting a little bit, I mean, we're both trying to focus on lifting big weights. Uh, You know, I didn't uh, get we didn't get spend a lot of quality time as far as just chatting. So it was, uh, it was most appreciated, the invitation, and I would look forward to doing it again
0: for sure. Cool. Well, hey, thanks a lot for accepting the invitation and being on. And uh, like I said, we'll definitely do it again. And um, maybe I'll see you here in a few months in California.
1: That would be fantastic, yeah. And, I, yeah, definitely. We'll right. do it.
0: All right. Thanks a lot. This has right. been Get Bye-bye. Strong or Die.